Hello, my loves, and welcome to Es Mi Vida by Nati Heels, a podcast for those of us struggling with chronic pain and mental health. I started this podcast because as a chronic pain survivor, mental health warrior, Mexican, Latina, LGBTQIA2 spirit proud member, ex-Seventh-day Adventist, wife, mother, sister, daughter, and friend, I have a lot of things to say. For many people with chronic illness, the colder months seem to slow us down a bit, um, putting the puzzle pieces together uh, uh, with my doctors. As the weather around us changes, so does the pressure in the atmosphere. It's science, (laughs) and it really affects us. I know for me, it creates more pain. It's harder to move around and walk around, especially after breaking my back. Um, The arthritis starts to kick in, it gets worse, and there are days where I just don't want to get out of bed. Give me my cafecito, let me take uh, a little break there and lay down, and I just don't want to deal with life. However, um, I find that when I take time to gather my thoughts back up and silence my mind, it helps my body fight through the pain a little bit easier. And that's what I wanted to bring here to you today. I've learned so much about myself, about why my emotions work the way that they work, why I am the way that I am. And it is absolutely beautiful in understanding who you are when you're learning how to love yourself. Um, I've been working really hard on my book, which I hope will be coming out soon. It is basically how I found my awakening and how I got to where I am today. I think this is what really made me take a step back is talking to my therapist and realizing that I am autistic and I've been autistic my whole life and I just didn't know. Here I am at 37 years old, learning these things about myself that I just didn't have the tools to learn before. To me, being autistic means being neurodivergent. And I actually see beauty and knowing that my brain works differently. And maybe that's why I see the world differently than most people. I can tell you guys, I went through a lot of childhood trauma. By the age of 12, I was already diagnosed with uh, panic attacks and By the time I was 14, 15 years old, I was addicted to my prescription medications. Um, I didn't know how to deal. I didn't know how to deal with the emotions. I didn't have the tools. I, you know, was that kid that was a crybaby. I was told to suck it up or stay quiet. Uh, I was really hyper. <laughs> Looking back at my childhood, ugh, all my love to my mother and my sister and all my aunts and everyone who helped raise me because I was a hyper kid. I lived in my own world. I had my own imaginary friends. I, I loved playing with my dolls. I wanted to be nothing more than a mommy when I grew up. My mom always tells a story how I used to put my dolls to sleep on my bed and I would sleep on the floor. But it's true. That's all I really wanted. And I knew I was different from a very, very, very young age. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that I was empathic. Um, but now that I do know, I look at it as a blessing. Um, And there was other things in my environment uh, that affected my health. For example, growing up close to those farms in New Jersey, I'm pretty sure there was chemicals in those airplanes flying above our heads. There was, you know, when you grow up poor, you don't eat the best 
foods that you can, right? And there was the medications. I've been on so many medications, oh my pickles, I can't even tell y'all. But at one point, I remember being on 13 different pills at the same time, and it was all given to me by doctors who were covering up the symptoms to the symptoms to the symptoms, but never figuring out the actual problem. And I also carried a lot of the trauma on me, on my shoulders, in my heart, in my soul, on my mind. I, again, didn't have the tools that I needed to get unstuck until I did. I asked my beautiful wife, Natasha, to please uh, write out some questions for me about how I use Reiki meditation and other types of meditation to get through the pain that I get through every day. I've been posting for over three years now different situations that I have gone through in my own personal life. And I use TikTok as an open platform to help other people. I have gone through some really difficult moments. Unfortunately for me, what I've learned is that everything is connected. So when I am stressed out mentally, my body will go into fight or flight mode and I will get sick physically. And this is something that I remember watching happen to my ama, my grandma, and that I see happen in many women all around me. And not just women, but men as well. I mean, life can take a toll and it is so easy to forget to pay attention, to pay attention to yourself, to your body, to your own health, and really get to where you need to be on a daily basis, to be in a place mentally, spiritually, physically, where you want to be. I also want to hear your stories. Please feel free to send me your stories. I appreciate the love, the support, and the energy, and I will always send it right back. Okay, so question number one. Do I have formal training with Reiki? Yes, I do. I actually graduated last year from the Awake Academy um, by Rebecca Sullivan. And there I was taught the tools that I needed in order to start healing. I was accredited and certified by the American Board of Hypotherapy and NLP through the Awake Academy. So yes, I am certified. And there's different certifications with that. You can actually go to the webpage at notthehills.com and check them out for yourself. I'm certified in NLP, which is natural language processing, which is the understanding of language and the way that it is spoken and written. There's also integrative holistic and healing. I'm certified in shenanic healing, medical intuitive healing, the wealth alchemy of kinetic energy, DNA encoding, activation, quantum shifting, and even eye movement integration. There's also something called zero point activation, which I have also done. So I am a life coach with the NLP and I do uh, play as well, which is psychedelic language activation and encoding, as well as I'm currently going to school at MIU, which is Maharashi International University. And I am so excited, guys. I actually start uh, next week. I am so grateful for every opportunity that I have had so far, and I can't wait to keep healing. Question two is, describe a typical day for yourself. Some days are better than others, but recently with some of the new things that I put into play, I've been feeling a lot better. I'm also on a FODMAP diet, so when I go to sit down and plan my meals and eat with my family and my wife, we're all, my, even my kids included, we're all aware of 
what I can and cannot have. We have something up on the fridge that everyone can check because we all take turns cooking here. And it's amazing. It's amazing to have their support. And it helps me really get into the mentality that I need because it really is a lifestyle change, right? Some other things that I do, let me see. Um, I take a bath at least once a day. I use Epsom salts. I use my candles. I light an incense. I'm a typical Pisces baby. I love water. So for me, a nice spiritual bath where I can focus and pray and and just give myself time to catch up is amazing. And I, it's my little treat to myself for getting through the day, right? But I also use baths as a way to manage my pain. As you guys know, I'm not on any prescription medications. I only use uh, medical cannabis meditation and what I am now teaching you today. Okay, so I have this awesome rheumatologist who basically looked at me and said, well, or Natalia, we're doing everything that we can for you. And basically, I feel like you're doing all the right things. So, you know, you got to keep pushing through and keep doing the work and be proud of yourself. I work with an amazing trauma therapist, Erica Ross. I I cannot explain to you how amazing it has been to have a therapist that gets me who not only understands my background, but understands where I'm coming from, who takes the time to actually listen and not just judge me. I recommend therapy for everyone because we all have stuff that we all go through. I started aqua therapy, which I love. Again, I'm a Pisces baby. I love being in the water and I get to be in this giant warm pool and I get to do my physical therapy there with an instructor and it is amazing. But I still always go back to the meditation. Like I told my rheumatologist, the meditation is my medication. I know there's a creator out there that created all of us who loves us unconditionally and created us with purpose. So uh, to continue on through my day, I work on the podcast. I work on uh, editing the book that I'm writing. I have a lot of plans coming up for you guys. I work on all my mama duties. You know, I'm still a mama. My kids are older now, but there's still things that I need to do and help them get done. I like to spend a lot of quality time with my wife. She's amazing. I love you, wife. <laughs> See, I like to journal. I I have notebooks everywhere. I write everything down. It helps me remember. It helps me manifest. It helps me create the life that I want to live. So, yeah, it's all about doing the work, doing the work for yourself, right? I had to learn real quick that. You know, no one's going to do the work for me. When I fractured my spine and decided I was not going to take prescription medications, I knew I had to focus and combination of doing those things as well as acupuncture. Oh, my gosh. I love acupuncture Um, has brought a sense of healing to my life that I didn't know could be there. (laughs) I never thought I'd be happy with needles. I should have known because I love tattoos, but. Uh, I have felt such a difference. Um, If you know me, you know that I had been using a cane to walk the last few months, uh, especially as winter started and it became a little harder to function. Um, Starting all these things, I have been cane free for a few days now. Um, Not saying it's always going to be like that, but I'm grateful for the good moments and I'm working really hard on on doing what it is I need to do to get through. You know what I mean? And I think the last thing that I would say is focusing on creation, on my art, on the things that I love to do. Um, I like things like create. Uh, My wife actually created a coloring book called The Toltec Words of Wisdom. 
just a few months ago and we released it on Amazon. You can go to my page, notthehills.com and find it. Um, but it was a fun way of expressing uh, what I was learning as I was learning about my ancestry and going through the process of decolonization um, and learning who am I? Where did I come from? Who are my people? And I learned about I actually did my ancestry and did my DNA and I learned about where my family was from in Mexico and in Puerto Rico and throughout all the world. If you haven't seen those, please go check it out. It's on any of my social medias. Uh, one, it doesn't matter where you're from. doesn't matter where you come from. Everybody got a little bit of everybody, right? And I know that if I focus on my physical and mental health and spiritual health, if I can keep a good balance and ground myself in all of these things it will help my body not just heal, not just believe that I can heal, but actually make those changes. Question three, what is the first thing you recommend beginners do? I think when I went into it, I didn't know anything of anything, right? Coming out of being Seventh-day Adventist, going into spirituality was hard. Looking back, I think I would say find what makes you happy. Find what makes you feel right on the inside. Stop questioning, stop trying to control the outcome, and just give yourself permission to surrender to what it is you believe in. It doesn't matter what religion you grew up in, right? It says if you believe you have power and hold on to that as fact, because it is. Healing is hard. It's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to have the willpower to get through. Not everyone is going to be willing to face their own demons. Like I said before, the hardest thing in life is to look at yourself and stop looking at others and see yourself for who you really are. But give yourself that permission. A lot of us are deprogramming, which means unlearning the things that were taught to us as truth. And decolonizing, which means getting back the things that were taken away from our ancestors as the colonizers beat them and raped them and put them into institutions so that they could be better Christians. Let that sink in. What did they believe in? What is it that these people wanted to beat out of them? I mean, a God of love... The God of love that I believe in would never allow that to happen. And unfortunately, what I've learned is that a lot of different people, humans, just like me and you, go around claiming that they have all this love for God, but forget to act like them. Unfortunately, that means that there's a lot of judgment going on and that we judge ourselves by the judgments of others. And I want to encourage you to stop that. It's not healthy. It's not good for your health. It's not good for, it's not a good look, sis, okay? Stop believing what other people say you are. You are allowed to be whoever you are in the moment that you are in without having to mask it, without having to hide it, without having to worry if God will love you in that manner. You are loved unconditionally, just the way you are in the moment you are in. I mean, I grew up reading the Bible and in every story, that was the point. You know, Moses was a killer and and everybody had their sin. But at the end of the day, the point was that you're still loved unconditionally. So let yourself believe it. You know, don't follow the crowds anymore. Make your own path. And when you come to your meditation, which is prayer, when you come to your prayers, your conversation between you and that thing out there that that 
God out there, that spirit out there that you want to reach out to. What is your purpose? Why are you here? And it doesn't matter, again, what religion you're from. If you're from, if you're a Christian, okay, look at the example of Jesus. What did Jesus do when he prayed? What did he do? He would always go off by himself and meditate and pray in a way that today's human souls don't make time for. I remember days where I would say I wanted to pray and I just didn't have time for it. I didn't have time for that. I barely had time for myself. But little did I know that having time for myself was in that meditation and prayer, you know, having time to focus, refocus, and and really begin my healing journey. Okay, question number four is describe what is your go-to on days that you are not feeling well. I will always say my bath. (laughs) I love taking an Epsom salt bath with some essential oils, again, a candle, some incense, some meditation music, and just allowing my body to relax. It feels like a giant hug to me and... Water is healing, guys. So yeah, I would say definitely that. Um, Also, my crystals. My crystals are my go-to. They help. Every crystal has a purpose and carries a different energy, a different frequency. And I feel that certain ones do help me feel better. I'd say another thing, if it's nice outside, go outside. You know, on days where it's not cold or it's not rainy, I like to sit outside and meditate on my hammock. I love to go out there during the sunrise, first thing in the morning, uh, ground my energy, uh, helps me be happier (laughs) and start my day off in a better mood. I'd say look up, look up, remember to look around you. This day and age, we're stuck on our phones, our TVs, our laptops, and we don't spend enough time being grateful for the things around us in the present moment. Um, The world around us is changing and, you know, it's, it's important for you to look up and pay attention. You know, I think we all have a purpose and people forget their purpose very often because life gets crazy. Question five, what is something that is still hard for you to add to your self-care routine, but you still want to do it? I'd say daily exercise. That's really hard for me because my muscles are always tense and my body tends to react to exercise in stress mode, fight or flight mode. It is often hard to get up and get moving. Um, But once I do, I find that I'm able to keep going. So something that I'm doing to change that is like started aqua therapy, pool therapy, and I love it. It's helping me regrow some muscles that I didn't know I had. Because, you know, being laid up for so long after breaking your spine, I mean, shush, you forget. You forget you could move in certain ways. And unfortunately, a lot of us like to baby our bodies. And even when we can move, we, we don't just in case it hurts. And we end up even more intense. So doing things like that, stretching. I do yin yoga, uh, which is soft, gentle yoga for fibromyalgia. I do that when I'm in a lot of pain. 
I make my own creams uh, with cannabis oil. My wife helps me make them. And every night, she almost every night, she gives me a deep tissue massage in those muscles to loosen them up. I think that's the biggest cure right there <laughs> is that loosening up those muscles. So thank you, wife. Um, and again, you know, doing things that I love, singing, dancing, uh, doing my social media work with the TikToks and helping other people see that there's, there's other things out there. A better life is possible. Um, I wish I had someone out there teaching me these kind of things when when I was younger and and always stressed out. And that's who I want to be for you guys today. So, yeah. So doing things like the Toltec Words of Wisdom coloring book, hint, hint, please go check it out. Um, those kind of things just make me really happy. Okay, so question six is what essential oils do you use in a bath? I love lavender and rosemary. Those are my favorite ones, but there are other ones out there. I mean, I would ask you to do your research before you use an essential oil, make sure you're not allergic to it. But yeah, study your products, get to know them and enjoy them. Question seven is when you struggle with migraines or headaches, what essential oils do you use? My go-to is peppermint for sure. Uh, again, rosemary, lavender, chamomile, and uh, eucalyptus, which have all been known to help with headaches. And I like to put some on a diffuser if you have one, put some on your bracelet. If you have one of those bracelets that holds the essential oils in it, I also like to put it on my skin. I put it on my palms, my wrists, probably my neck, and wherever I feel like I need it in the moment, to be honest. Um, I feel like I do this a lot, like the way I cook, whatever my ancestors tell me. <laughs> you know, just always make sure you're not allergic to your products, that you talk to your doctor about these things, and that you do what's, you know, what's best for you. Question eight. What is the most misunderstood yet helpful thing that you've learned in Reiki healing? I would say most misunderstood is that people think that it's hard. It's difficult. And yeah, it is. When it's different, when you're learning how to do it, it it's hard at first. But the only reason it's hard is because we get in our own way. Um, if we can step out of our own way and out of what we think is correct, if we can just open our mind and trust our spirit to lead us in the right direction, I feel that when you know, you know, and it's no longer hard. It just becomes part of who you are. Um, what else I would say helpful is that, is giving myself permission to experience whatever it is spirit wants me to experience. Um, I don't always have to have the answers. I don't always have to control the outcome. And healing doesn't come fast. A lot of people come into this thinking that they're going to do it one time and everything's going to be great. No, it's healing to me is learning the tools. Meditation is a tool. Learning the tools that you need to get in touch with your own spirit, your inner self, and the very thing that created us to make us better. I do believe we have the power to do that. And, you know, it doesn't matter, again, your religion or anything like that. It's, it's the power of the body. I mean, we can create life, right? as human beings, we create the world around us. We can also create our own healing. Question nine, do you believe that Reiki healing can help anyone? 
And if so, what concerns can it help with? That's a good question. I do believe that Reiki, healing, meditation, praying, all of it can be for everyone. But you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to face yourself. You have to be willing to stop hiding from your problems. Uh, and that's really hard. It, it's it's really hard. My mom always used to say, Esta vida se hizo para los valientes, which means this life was made for the valiant, right? For the brave. Yeah. If you're finally feeling brave enough to fight for yourself, for your mental healing, physical healing, spiritual healing, then absolutely it is for you. And if even if you don't feel like you're 100% ready and you just have questions and you want to see what it's like, then it's also for you because, I mean, that's where we all start, right? All healing starts with self-healing. Is the way that I heal going to work for you specifically? No, we're all different people. Our brains all work differently. Uh, you have needs and specifications and, and your own things that you have to go through. So it's not going to be exactly like what I go through. And I think that's where the world gets this a little confused. You know, I remember I once uh, sat all three of my kids down in front of this poster in a bookstore. And I don't even remember the verse, but it had a verse on it. And I had all three of them read it. And they're so cute. They were like maybe seven, eight, nine years old. And I asked them each to read it out loud. And we did. And then I said, okay, each of you tell me what it means to you. And they each told me their own version of what that verse said. And then I said to them, you know, this is the way that the world works, how religion works. Everyone thinks they have the right answer. And when someone else speaks up about what they think their answer is, we want to automatically shut them down and shut them up and instead of listening and learning from their perspective. And I really feel like that's what this is like. Everyone has their own perspective, their own journey. And as long as you're willing to do the work, then it absolutely can be for you. The concerns that Reiki healing can help you heal from would be anxiety, depression, uh, when you feel lost, when you feel stuck, and when you feel like you have all these questions and no answers. I feel as though Reiki healing has helped me, one, with my spiritual self. Uh, it's helped me ask myself the questions, the hard questions, and it has forced me to answer those questions for myself. What is it that I believe in? Who is it that I am? Who is it that I want to be? What is the life that I want to create? If you deal with any of those type of questions, uh, definitely I would recommend meditations and healing. Physically, it's helped relax my body. Fibromyalgia, it comes when your body is on constant fight or flight mode. And I had many, many different triggers from having a lot of trauma and learning how to silence all those thoughts so that my body can react in the way that it needs to uh, has been a great tool. I mean, I, I use meditation when I'm upset. I use meditation when I'm in pain, when I'm recovering from a pool therapy session where you know, my body is rebuilding the muscles. I use meditation in prayer. It's good for a lot of things. It helps your body regulate. I know meditation has helped me with 
even my stomach issues. You know, yes, I did a lifestyle change. And yes, I started the FODMAP diet. Also giving my body the chance to actually work itself out has been amazing. I, I can't, I can't describe to you how much that means. And mentally, again, like I said before, for me, having pain equals the mania because I am bipolar. And I guess that's the greatest lesson that I've learned. If I can ground myself and control my thoughts and how I react to situations and the energy around me and how I react to the people around me and the energy that they bring, meditation helps me do that. It helps me ground myself. It helps me be in a better place mentally. Then I can deal with the stressors that go on with my mind and my body won't react in that fight or flight mode where everything feels like it starts to fall apart at the same time. And that has been key, key to keeping it together, to getting through the pain, to getting through the hard moments and to keep building. And yeah, it's not easy. I, I'm i not sitting here shouting me a million hurrahs. I'm not perfect. I'm human, just like every single one of you. I have good days. I have bad days. The only difference I can say from the me now, from the me from before, is that I'm no longer just trying. I'm doing. I'm doing the work every day, no matter what it looks like, no matter how hard it is. I'm buckling down and I'm doing. And the last question is, can you describe a session with you and what it might look like? I want you to imagine meeting a friend who is there to remind you that you are loved, safe, and protected in the moment that you are in just the way that you are. That's how you can come into these sessions. I have different options for my sessions. I can do phone sessions. I can do Zoom sessions. And if you live close to the Baltimore County area, I can do some in-person sessions. There are COVID restrictions that I do have to stick by, but yes, there's different ways that we can communicate. And in a Reiki session, I would be basically teaching you the tools that you need to move forward, helping you figure out where it is that you're stuck and coming up with a plan to move forward. We do meditation together where I would like a candle, some incense, some essential oils. I would help you understand where it is that you need to learn how to trust yourself and give yourself permission. And then from there, as we build our relationship, uh, life coaching, that's what it is, is a relationship. I intend to keep helping you learn how to create the life that you want to live and build this community together. Um, I feel as though we all have a purpose. Our purpose might look different, but that's the point of a session like this is to, to get there, to figure out what that is and help you heal one day at a time. All right, my love. So that's it for our questions. And if you made it this far, I want to just stop and say thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being here. I couldn't be here without you. And I want you to know that the only reason that I'm creating this podcast is because I remember what it was like in my darkest moments as if it was yesterday. I remember sitting alone and crying and asking why me. 
I remember feeling the pain and fighting and going to the doctors left and right and not getting any answers. And I wanted to create a safe place where maybe, just maybe, we can start answering some of these questions where you could know that even in your illness, you are loved, safe, and protected. I cannot wait to hear back from you guys. Please feel free to join the Facebook group, which is a free group where I try to post updates often for the group. Everyone in the group gets first dibs on everything. Uh, Even as far as the coloring book, I posted it, what, the day before I released it. And I really just want to invite you guys to rely on each other. It's hard to tell our stories. We're always told to stay quiet, stay silent. And in the group, there is a safe place without judgment where you can share your story. Um, I will be going live more often to answer questions. I've always wanted to do that. Um, And now that I'm feeling stronger and better, I feel as though I can. And keep up with my TikToks because I'm always making my TikToks. That's my go-to, my my little fun moment to send you guys that reminder to catch your breath. Um, Like, follow, share. Any little thing helps. Your support means the world to me because it means that I'm not doing this for no reason, right? I've always been a person who said, if I have to live through it, but my story can help one person, then it was worth living through. And I know that's my purpose, to be here, to tell you that you are loved, safe, and protected. And I always say that because for a lot of us, we've never felt that way not in our own skin, not in our own home. And to finally reach a place where you can say that out loud and mean it has been absolutely amazing. And I want that for you guys. I want it for you so bad. I will continue to pray for you. I just want to invite you to take a deep breath as you continue throughout your day. Breathe in for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, blow out for five seconds, and then repeat it one more time for me. Ready? Here we go. As you go on through your day, I just want to remind you to be kind to yourself. Be patient to yourself. Give yourself the love you give everyone else. Remember that we don't always have all the answers, but if we trust spirit, if we trust our creator, if we trust the universe, the answers will come slowly but surely one day at a time. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. I'm going to keep repeating it. Don't be your harshest critic. Remember that the only one standing in your way of healing is you. Los amo, los quiero mucho. Take care of yourselves, and I'll be seeing you next week. Bye.